This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Josie. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. This week on The Great Equalizer, Sam is solo parenting again. Charlene has had quite enough. And we talk about keeping and making friends after you become a mom. Also, we have a giveaway. So stay tuned till the end of the episode to see how you can win with The Great Equalizer. Hello! Everybody, we are back at our um, sneaky spots. <laughs> Charlene and I, um, yes, once again, um, have had to uh, align stars to get our schedules to work and, and make this work. But we're doing it for you. Uh, we're committed to the cause. And so once again, we're at our nondescript little little restaurant in Randburg. Hidden in the back corner. Mm. Like and as we said, just touch base with us over email if you are thinking of having an affair. <laughs> um, we know we'll hook we, you up. We'll hook you up. We're the ones who know. So let's let's get going with it, Charlene. Are you kicking ass, or are you getting your ass kicked? I am kicking ass. Good. Yes, Lacker. I'm going to go with that. Okay. I, I feel like I'm getting my ass kicked, but I'm fighting hard, so I am kicking ass. I know what, what that feels like. I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. So um, you have had quite enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had it. it. It feels like, you know, how things just culminate in your life, and it's so funny how it just all works out. And when things go not wrong, but when things happen, they happen in numbers. So the last week or two for me, it's just been a lot of stuff happening. It, it, Jesse's sleeping poorly and I've been really busy with a lot of stuff uh, in my personal life and work's overwhelming and I'm, I'm, I'm battling a couple of challenges there and that kind of thing. So I've taken the approach of enough. I'm not allowing this mm. to, I read this interesting thing and I think that's what got me to it. It's like a, a ship um, sails on water or floats on water because the water remains outside. As soon as that water filters into that ship, it sinks. And so I am not letting this water get into me. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I'm kicking ass because I'm staying afloat. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes I feel like I've just got a bucket and I'm taking, I'm like scooping that water out. Scooping the water out. Scooping the water But, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. I hear what you, I think also because uh, you and I, like a lot of uh, moms and, and parents out there and just, you know, we are kicking ass because in all spheres of our life, in when it comes to work, when it comes to our kids, when it comes to our marriages, and, and we try when it comes to ourselves, we are giving that 110%. Mm. Yeah, so I don't see why. I'm, I'm just at a point where I have to very critically look at what is adding value to my life. Mm -hmm. And um, if something isn't adding value, um, and it's, it's not that clear cut, but sometimes things are um, taxing in your life. They're not filling your cup. Yes. And so you need to look at at what cost are you still participating in these things or allowing them into your life or that kind of thing. We have – and that this is just the season for me now. Sometimes you're able to take on more things than others um, or tolerate uh, – 
difficult situations or people for that matter more mm-hmm. than other more so than at other times but yeah for me the last week has been uh, I need to what what happens to you is what you allow and I'm not allowing anymore good good for you <laughs> I am um, I, I also feel like I'm kicking ass a bit this is good I um you know on the one hand um I'm doing things like I'm always pulling on my flipping kids' penis. It, the boys' things get in the way. <laughs> right? Sure. That was going to be like a fail for me that I was like, oh, I'm getting my ass kicked because of the... No, I lo- no longer get my ass kicked because his penis gets in the way. He just... he. Oh. Does this happen to you? Is it just Wait, me? Wait, clarify. The penis gets in the way when doing what? When you're changing his nappy oh, or right. bathing him or like... I'm always catching on to it and like he wriggles, you know, around... And well, Elijah, we now know that you are well endowed. <laughs> Shameless Lucky. for kids. And he looks at me and he now can speak. And, and he's like, Mama, Aina. Aina. I'm oh, sorry, my love, but can you just sit still? Yes. You know? And when it first happened, I was like, oh. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> I should really be more careful. But, yo, I can't. You know? It happens. It happens. So, yeah, I'm doing things like pulling up my kid's penis by accident. And I'm so sorry, Elijah. But... Um, it just hooks on things, just for goodness sake. <laughs> so, when I, when I talk about fails, it's stupid little things like mm. that. But for the most part, I mean, I'm amped. Um, my hustle game is strong. You guys will have seen, hopefully, that we are finally on SoundCloud. And we are going to be expanding onto other platforms because I want to make it as easy as possible for people to listen to us. Um, So we're starting out there. But our Instagram account is on the go. Our Facebook page is on the go. We have a website, uh, thegreatequalizerza.com. And you can contact us via email, thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com. And guys... This, these little things don't come naturally to me. I'm a writer. I and editor. I was just on social media like in my personal capacity. Mm. So I, I'm that committed to the cause that I will face my fears and branch out so that I can... Brave the potential judgment of whether you're <laughs> treating your Instagram account correctly Oh my God, or not. I'm putting my ass so far on the line and I never thought this would happen. But the day has come and we're here. We're out there. Um, if you like us, please give us some love. Sign up to our newsletter. I'm, I'm good at writing. So I promise to bring some blog posts and some great newsletters to you guys with hopefully some meaningful content. Um, if only you guys will stick around. So I hope you do. Uh, we've so far got some amazing feedback from listeners. And I do think that we're touching the right nerves. Um, there are some things, however, that I've been finding difficult to navigate. And that brings me to today's topic. Charlene, um, it's madness. But you and I were going through the same thing this week. And I just thought, no, this is really something that we have to have to touch on. And so we've decided... Uh, to make this week's topic about mom friends. 
Please remember, what we say on this podcast can only be considered the gospel on planets Sam and Charlene, respectively. Our kids can be assholes and angels at the same time, and only we're allowed to say so. And lastly, by virtue of the fact that we are women, and it comes naturally to us, we reserve the right to change our minds and or contradict ourselves whenever we so choose. And we don't want to hear a damn thing about it. Hashtag no judges. Cool, so... I mean, you hear so often about moms who change their friendships drastically after having children. And I I brought up this meme that I want to show you. Um, So the meme goes, there are three easy ways to find out who your true friends are. One, ask for a ride to the airport. (laughs) Two, ask for help in moving. And three, have kids. (laughs) And I mean, would you agree? It does kind of rear its ugly head. You kind of know who you are as as you know yeah in your friendship groups as well it just becomes the the differences become glaringly obvious and it's it's hard you know i agree with you sam it is hard um but like with any big change in your life you i think again we always come back to or for me the 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 thing to remember always when it comes to anything relating to being a mom or a parent we need to try not to be too hard on ourselves because sometimes you're not going to have that much time and probably as a mom most of the time you're not going to have that much time to invest in those friendships or those relationships as much as you were able to do in the past it doesn't mean that you care less about those friendships or those people it's just you're on a different trajectory and in a different place in your life Um, for example um, I have a friend who uh, at one point we were quite young still and quite carefree and at that point she had uh, graduated from varsity and we were working already and she had been given the opportunity to go and do her MBA and she got a scholarship for it and she went wow. went and did that and after her completing her or towards the end of her MBA she had uh, she got given another opportunity by a university in Italy to send her on a scholarship to further her MBA in um, uh, for it in in Europe you can do like a, a doctorate I think uh, to add on to it I'm not exactly sure um, and she had to go and do a six-month stint uh, where she lived and studied in Paris and so I would say probably for a period of two years, we really just touched base every other month um, to just check in. And we really completely kind of missed each other. But it wasn't intentional. It It wasn't wasn't intentional. It was was you're doing something that I don't like and and that's not me and you're not my people anymore. It's not that. It's just, as you said, it's a different trajectory. And to be honest, if you're on the receiving end, like if... if You're the one who's left behind. Yeah, essentially. Say I'm the mom, you're the mom and I'm the one that doesn't have kids. I, to look at it from that person's perspective, it will be very hard for that person to relate to you because you've now become a mom. You are just... You're becoming a different person, Sam, when you become a mom. But I, I'm still kind of me because that that hasn't happened to me. Yeah. So it it will be hard for the, those people to relate to you. And and to be honest, I think it's the human condition to feel neglected or feel like to um, feel to you be still wounded. Care, you still that. care about me. So I think that's a natural thing. I think what's important about that. Um, 
is yes some some friends you will lose um, but some will remain you might see a lot less of them but you will when things do return a little bit to normal when the kids are older and a little bit more independent and you can visit with those friends again and and in invest in those relationships a little bit more um, you will rekindle that friendship mm. and you will kind of pick up where you left off and it's like a friend moving overseas you don't see each other every day but every now and again when you do touch base it's like you never missed a beat mm. and I think friend like with any relationship if you can survive those storms or seasons in another friend's life then what matters is how you get to the other side I think it's a choice to choose to remain in someone's life um, and sometimes we don't have the choice because it might seem like that person has got too much going on now and there isn't space for me in her life so anymore. maybe I mean I've been there as well I I was um, I, I remember it very distinctly uh, when I was planning my wedding and um, one of my best friends was pregnant and she pulled away I don't know if you ever had that when you were pregnant where you pulled away from everybody actually it was just a, all a bit too much and mm. you kind of had to do a bit of introspection about what's actually happening to your your body your marriage your life essentially um, and what your life's gonna be like once this baby's out like you don't yes. even know will this life that you have now still be your life it's scary so I think a lot of pregnant women some pregnant women don't have an option to even have the time to think about it but I definitely noticed it with my friend and I remember saying to a mutual friend of ours, I just wish you would talk to me. And I'm sorry that I don't know what it's like to be pregnant. I can't help that. I can't help that I don't know what it's like to be pregnant. I just wish you would talk to me. Lo and behold, when I fell pregnant, I feel like the same thing happened. Mm. And I think it happens periodically. It happened sometime this year. I mentioned burnout a couple of episodes earlier. And I did... Um, pull away I was very honest with my friends this time around um, because I knew what was happening and I was like I I don't I can't respond to messages right now I don't have the capacity in me to give you everything that I used to and I'm actually also reaching the point now that I'm like I don't know if I'll ever be able to go back to that and I'm really sorry and um I do, a huge part of me feels like a terrible friend because I, I can't, it's not like I'm reneging on commitments, but I can't accept every invitation. But this is the point <laughs> I want to make to the listeners out there. This, like you're feeling there as you, you do feel like a bad friend. And it hits me sometimes too. Just yesterday I was sending my best friend a voice note. She sent me a message a week and a half ago asking how I was. Mm. Yesterday, I remembered I had not responded. I read the message. I was about to respond. Something happened. Don't even ask me what. Something always happens. I got or distracted. you're driving when you get the message. I got distracted yeah. and I didn't answer the message. So I'd sent her a voice note yesterday saying, oh my crap, I just realized I never responded to your message. I'm so sorry. I'm so terrible with messages lately. And I'm not making excuses. Life is happening to me. I miss you. How are you? Yeah. This is the thing. It's not personal. 
It's and did she personal. take it personally? Well, she hasn't responded. <laughs> <laughs> not because she, because. But you're not taking that personally because no. you know she's she's a mom now. She wasn't when I had my first one. So mm. and even then she didn't take it personally. And so now um, we're, we're kind of in the same boat. So if she takes a couple of days to respond, and if I'm concerned, I'll check in with her again and saying, "How's that? Just check in. You get my message. Should I be worried? Are you okay?" I mean, I kind of do it with you as well. This is true. <laughs> I do. I said. To, like, for the listeners sake I said to uh, Charlene the other day I sent her the creepy girlfriend meme and I was just <laughs> like, like I'm stalking will you, you will you be my friend I just keep sending messages <laughs> she's a busy woman guys <laughs> she is and I I am fully aware that she's not looking at my messages going oh for god's sake Sam I yeah. mean and if you are I'm sorry, but I'm going to keep no, sending no, it. No, but that's fine. Because sometimes you just want to read through a message. You read it, you glance at it, and you're like, okay, cool. This needs my attention. So I'm going to yes. come back to it when I'm able to give you a proper response. Because I might be able to respond there and then, but I'll respond with like one-word answers or one-liners or whatever. And then you might think, shit, did I say something wrong? Yeah, or is something she's wrong? Not you know what we're like? We're all free and women and we're hormonal and oversensitive mm. on a good day. Mm-hmm. So I might just message you with the wrong tone and you'll be like, sorry, did I miss something? Yeah. Is something what? okay? And then that's a whole new conversation that I have to get into. It sounds terrible. A whole exactly, new and you don't to want to go like, there. Sorry, no, everything's fine. I don't mean to be so rude. Are you okay? I, you know what I'm saying. I so, know exactly what you're saying. So you rather actually... And that's exactly what I've done. And I see it with countless women who just and it sounds have a lot on their minds. It's a minds. second to respond. Yes, it's a second to respond. But I would rather respond when I can Properly. respond with my full attention. Yes, exactly. I'm so glad we are going through this same thing. Because I do. I feel, shit, Sam, but it really doesn't take that long for you to reply to a message. But you're absolutely right, Charlene. You've hit the nail on the head. It needs your full attention. You need to really genuinely think about your responses to because i care because about care. what i say to you because i because i care about our conversations i want you to know that i'm present when we have these conversations so it might take a couple of days to get me to be present then if if i have forgotten about the message and i happen to get another reminder from you about it saying sorry just checking in i know you're really busy but i need to just quickly get an answer yeah. on this it gets me into that that space where like, oh, hold on. Actually, I have time now. Thanks for reminding me. Let's quickly hash it out kind of thing. Yeah. So it doesn't always work that way. But here's the thing. There's so much in this life as a mom that you have to deal with that is an obligation and that is just high maintenance we cannot get away from those things we cannot get away from the fact that our toddler is going to have a tantrum we cannot get away from the fact that our kids are going to sleep poorly or that we have to deal with schooling and this and that like in a marriage when the kid comes along it doesn't mean that you love your husband less because your full attention is now on this kid Mm. it just means that you probably unreasonably expect him to just understand Mm. and and it's not fair. It's not fair. It's shit. It sucks. But this is where we're at right now. So, and I'm doing the best I can. I mean, can this be a bit of a public apology on behalf of all moms to their friends, especially those friends who don't have these commitments? Yes. And I say this at the very real risk of minimizing their lives. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, they've got and their that's, own things going they've on. They've got their own things going on. And just, I sometimes feel like, I don't want them to think that I think my life is more important because no, I have exactly. a husband and kids. 
I'm just drowning in my own life. I'm just drowning in my own life. I'm just trying to juggle. Can you please be on standby? You know, I'll get you when I get you once I can put my balls down for a second. Exactly. And friendship, yes, it is a two-way street. But sometimes, sometimes the traffic go in one direction mm. and a while later it, come back, it comes back in the other mm. direction. And it's, it's difficult because like with anything in life, you can't guarantee just because you've got a lot going on now, your friend is not going to need you and need your undivided attention. But unfortunately, you're not always going to be able to drop at the drop of a hat attend to those issues but you're going to have to understand when you have issues you're going to have to fly solo sometimes too yes and I think a real thing also is when you do become a mom you tend to navigate or, or, or gravitate towards other moms just because you're exactly you're fighting the same kind of battle well that has that has definitely happened with me um and I, I didn't ever think that same friend that I was like, she's pregnant and I can't relate to her and I wish she would talk to me so that I could try and understand. Obviously, I, I kind of, I wanted to say to her, I get it. Once I, once I, once be- you got it, once I got it, <laughs> once I became a mom myself, um, I think she knows now. I've, I've sent a bunch of apologies for uh, random things that I said or did wrong Um one of them being to give you an example you'll love this because i think you can relate and and i know there'll probably be friends that are listening to the podcast that uh, i might touch a nerve with but i freaking hate it because i did it and i did it when people compare their pets to your child (laughs) you have a fur baby i get it i had a fur baby i had a wonderful cat her name was winnie she was my child. She really was my child. I was fully invested in her and her development and <laughs> how much play she got and how she, she unfortunately, and that was like this huge heartache that I've yet to get over. She was run over soon oh after we, yeah. Oh, we'll get there. Maybe we'll do an episode on pets one day. <laughs> but I did say to my friend, oh, she would say something about her child. Oh, he did this. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, that reminds me of Winnie. Da, da. And then I remember saying at the time, very emptily, um, oh, not that I'm comparing my cat to your child, but actually that's exactly what I was fucking doing. And since then, if someone does the same goddamn thing to me, I want to climb over and punch them in the freaking face. Yup, hear this, people. <laughs> Pets are not the same as children. <laughs> you can leave a pet at home with a full bottle of water and food for the day and pat them on the head and go on your merry way you will get locked up if you do that with a child this is true so please stop doing that on the flip side though so <laughs> end of psa <laughs> yes you're right you cannot you cannot compare kids to children but we also have to be mindful that that's like what you were, they know that doesn't yeah. mean that you love your pet less no. So even though it's not the same, you love your pet very deeply. So it's, and this is the point that I want to make with this is anything that happens in any relationship or equation, we need to, and moms are hormonal and we're, when it comes to our kids, we're like lionesses. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to be like that. We're, that's our DNA. That is how we are put together. 
when it comes to friendships and the challenges and growing apart and neglecting each other, whatever you want to call it, uh, friendships that go astray or that, that don't work anymore, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're facing in terms of friends, friendships, the intention with what, uh, behind what you're doing is what I think we need to come back to. So the intention yes, okay. that you had with that comment of, this reminds me of Winnie, what was the intention behind that? And if I am your friend and I know you, Sam, I am your friend and I do know you and yeah. my husband taught me this. When I do something that upsets you, try to take a minute and remember who you know me to be as a person. Do you know me to be a condescending person that just has no respect for your feelings and no regard for your effort as a mom and as, as an amazing yeah. human being that you have given birth to? Am I the type of person that just disregards your achievements and what is important to you? Yeah. I am not that. I know that you are not that person. And so when you say something that irks me, erase that slate. Click okay. into default mode and think about who is Sam? Who do I know Sam Is to she be? really a condescending bitch that thinks that my the life of my dog or cat is equal to the life of her child? Yes. Probably would she not. say it with that intention? No. No, she would not. So you know what? So stop. And I'm going to page over it. I think, I think that as a... And I really want to touch on what you said about needing to also make mom, mom friends. Um... I really want to get into that. So that's where we'll be heading to next. Um, but let's take take away from this. Very simply, if I could just put a blanket statement over this is, hey, don't take it personally. It's not personal. It's not personal. Not about you. It's not personal. Right? And I think we need to remember it as moms. Yes. Um, when your friends kind of do something that you're like, oh, but I used to be part of that and I used because I do often I even feel that way with my family you know I feel like they still organize dinners out on a on a weeknight and previously Sam and Ray sans Elijah would be able to go oh shut okay we'll see you after work and shoot through to Pretoria and meet up with my family and I'm just like oh Guys, do you not realize that I can't do that? And I end up getting a bit angry. And here's the thing. It's not about you. It's so not about it's me. Not they personal. just organized dinner. And I have a kid now. So sorry, guys. I'll see you later. Exactly. It's not because they want to exclude you. But I'm just... taking it personally that they're not organizing their life around me. So it's a two-way street Exactly here. right. Exactly right. And also, I think we need to not overthink things so much. And on your point about making mommy friends, okay. Okay, the, let's go to that. Let's. So the reason why... Sorry, were you ready to jump? No, because yes, I'm ready to jump with that. just makes me think of that now. So the reason why we gravitate towards mom friends, and here I am sounding like a freaking relationship expert, but this is my logic, okay? Okay. My logic to me says... I became a mom and all I wanted to do was you cannot talk about the color of a baby's poo to someone who can very real concern. Yes. Yes. This is I'm not being disgusting or anything. And, yes. and you will not believe and I mean you're all moms so you will believe but non non parents can probably not believe that that can be a genuine conversation yeah topic of conversation that could be lengthy yeah and you could come away from that with some real insight yeah this is a genuine thing right so like with anything in life if i am 
taking up cycling and I don't know two hoots about cycling and none of my friends know anything about cycling. You will and find I join people a cycling club yeah. and I start talking to those people and they encourage me and I get better at my cycling and whatever. I can come home and talk to my husband about cycling and he's just going to be like, what you are saying to me is Greek, but I'm so glad. <laughs> chuffed for you. Yeah. I'm so chuffed that you're happy. I will probably crack a joke and it'll be like, oh no, the cycling guys and I have this joke and they just get it. <laughs> so your friends that don't have kids, they're not going to get you. And the reason why you feel like you can relate better to mom friends and it's a very... It's because sim- you can. This is not rocket science. It's because you can say something about, oh my God, we had suicide hour last night and they will and they all know. understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Whereas non-parents don't get that. They will get that when that happens to them. But there will be other things that you will be able to relate to them with at a later stage again or another time in your life. It's we such a be, good analogy. We shouldn't be offended by it. That's, it's just yeah. the journey. And Gusan, did you ever uh, think, did you ever foresee um, that you would have these mom friends? Because I didn't. No, I didn't. And I actually, I didn't even intentionally go out to make mom friends. It, it just happens. happens. And, yeah. so, and, and, and so many of my best friendships today um, are mommies. I, I love them so much. I have a deep love for those moms. Mm. Like I've, I've developed a loving relationship that's not just friendships. I love them so much. One of my closest mommy friends that I didn't know Two, three years ago, I did not know her. And I sat at her hospital bed the other day. She almost died giving birth to her baby. I sobbed. I sobbed like I was losing my mother, Sam. And I think what happens when traumatic experiences, birthing a child is a traumatic thing to happen to you. And I think when those things happen, it brings people together that have battled the same challenges like anything people who have an addiction people who are sporty you you go through you run the comrades and you know what the aches and the pains yes. are like you know what it's like to have the nipple chafe from the shirt yes. i can't relate to that yes. but i've seen runners who can relate to each other it's the exact same thing for moms oh man it feels like such a relief for you to say that <laughs> because also let's not beat ourselves beat ourselves up about it we can there's no limit to love it's like what you were saying back in the very first episode of having a second child and and having that that pie gets gross um but love is like that i think everywhere yes i don't have time exactly (laughs) my time is limited but i don't have to see you or talk to you every day to love you and to care yes I don't have to. Like, I have family who live in New Zealand. I I miss them. I'm at the point where I actually, I'm taking the ostrich approach where I don't even want to Skype them because when I do Skype them... It just hurts too much. It hurts so deeply how much I miss them. And I, I don't love them any less. But it's just, it's just the way things are and we have no control over them. But what I can do is every now and again make an effort, whether it's six months down the line or every week. When I think about you, drop you a message to tell you that I deeply love you and I really do care about yeah. you. And I'm not saying that because I want you to respond. And I do. If that's no, my, you just you don't want anything in return. Well. I don't. I don't want anything in return. I don't want to have to see you every day. If you really need me, I expect you to pick up the phone and say, Charlene, I know you've got a really ridiculously crazy life. 
And I respect that. But I need you for a moment. Do you have an hour or two for me? Because I cannot. And you'll, if I someone does that though, this without you. If someone does that with that urgency, right? You're there. I'm going to make a plan. I'm going to hire a freaking babysitter. I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to be there because this is a life or death situation. Yes. I've said that to, to my best friends in my life. I've said, you know, sorry, I can't. And I'm often, I feel, just feel like the worst person because I'm often just uh, turning their invitations down and not making the time and um, not responding adequately to messages. And I just, but yeah, if I get that message, if I, if I get a phone call in the middle of the night, you can be sure I got my tackies on and I'm out the door yes. and I'm there at their side. I'm still I will be me. There I'm you. still Charlene. I'm still a loyal caring, loving friend and my love for you will not be diluted or will not fade because I have two children and a husband and a different life now. Mm. The amount of time I have to give you is limited. Unfortunately yeah. is very limited and is less. But that has got nothing to do with how much I care for you. So when you need me desperately and it's a life or death situation and you're like I need you to drop everything and be there for me now. I'm your girl. Yeah. I'm still your girl. Yeah. I was your girl then, and I'm your girl today. Oh man, yeah. And and as you say, with the the mom friends now, there are, um, you know, there are a few that also have that just strong loyalty towards. Um, that my 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 pre kid friends don't know, and that's okay, hmm. isn't it? It is. It's okay. okay to have these different people in your life. You not go if, if my, you don't have to integrate everybody. Exactly. If you were. In one spot in your life with the same friends for the rest of your days, I would not be able to live that life. For some people, that there's they're content with that and there is security in that. So, but I don't know how it's logically at the possible. the risk of sounding like I'm judging someone who prefers a limited same group of friends who are habitual and like to have have that. I know, I have people in my life who are like that. I don't discriminate. That is not for me. I like to engage with new people. You're a people and, person. And get their yeah. stories and immerse myself into their lives and and when I have time for it or that kind of thing. <laughs> so it just means that we are we're in a different place. We're in a different place. If you travel to Europe and you go visit or walk down the Champs Elysees, it doesn't mean that you're going to sit on the Champs Elysees for the rest of your days. No. Mm. You have a couple of days that you got to walk down the Champs-Élysées, breathe in the air, have soak that it in. coffee, soak it in, take a mental picture, and then you leave. And that, unfortunately, is that part of your life. And so it doesn't mean you're never going to visit the Champs-Élysées again. It just means that you don't get to go there every Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye for now. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll chat to you, I'll talk to you, or we'll touch base, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll search you on the internet every now and again, or I'll revisit my photos that I took of you. Yeah. Doesn't mean I miss you less. And, I mean, we've, yeah, we've spoken about um, great friends and just feeling like shit friends, and um, people that add value to your life. But you were saying at the very beginning, uh, with just having had enough, there are sometimes just toxic relationships in your life. Mm. That as a mom, it's also just necessary for you to cut that out. Unfortunately, of your life. when those things happen, where thing and and it can happen with any relationship, a friendship, a, a husband, a, a family member, when relationships get to that point where they become toxic and it just becomes draining on your life. What happened for me 
recently is I have to look at what kind of person is this making me mm. and do my children deserve to have that version of me mm. and if I am ever at a point and I think a million moms can relate to this if I have to choose between you or my kids I'm sorry it's always going to be my kids mm. and so I'm not choosing my children over my friendship but I'm choosing myself for my children for my, and you know i've actually heard come to think of it it's just it's just been so top of mind for me lately not just um, my own experience but talking to you and talking to countless other moms that just just heartbreaking stories of losing their best friends because their best friends literally said to them you've changed since having a child I have well, changed. yes, I have. I have changed. And so big ups to the people that do stick around. Um, thank you to the friends who are you, willing exactly. to take the shit that you do. Because let's be honest, it's not yes. a pretty picture. It's difficult. So thanks to those friends. If we have any non-parent f- uh, friends or people listening, thank you. And if you have friends who just stick by you th- through whatever situation you're going through even though they can't relate to you and they're still there for you at the end of the day send them a message thank them take the time Mm. to say thank you and that you value them and to the moms who have friends who they have lost or they have chosen to part ways with because they don't want to fight with them anymore every day or they don't want to feel just not working oh my god she sent me a message and i have to respond now otherwise i'm going to hurt her feelings or i've got to watch what i say otherwise it's going to turn into this kind of conversation again if you're in that space make a decision and take a break from it Mm. if it is causing too much strain on your life you need to look after yourself as a mom for your for kids, your family for that's, your family that's just first and foremost yeah the, there's nothing this year nothing that's driven a point home more than that point and it's that okay just to be being, selfish in that way sometimes yeah being that best version of yourself and that we spoke about self-care uh we spoke about uh, lowering our expectations we spoke about maintaining a relationship with our husband and just uh, f- this is the bottom line for me why are we doing this why are we spending so much time agonizing over these issues and talking about who we are as as women and our, our, like our identities and um, our jobs and our you know day-to-day occupations and we spend so much time and i've dedicated a podcast to spending time talking about this and that's because why we care about our kids and we need to come out of the other end of this the best versions of ourselves so that our kids can flourish Exactly. We are there for them. That is, they are the bottom we've line. We've had our lives, Sam. I mean, our lives aren't over, but we've had the opportunity the to, opportunity grow, up to and, yeah. grow up and experience things. And by choosing to be a parent, whether you planned it or not, it is your responsibility to give your kids the opportunity to experience life. Mm. Mm. And that is that is your And don't do it by being a shit person. Exactly. So look after yourself and make sure you're not shit. <laughs> exactly. Don't look back and have regrets. Don't like make sure you're not a shit person so that you don't have to have regrets. Don't be a dick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the first part of our conversation was all about that and we, we kind of veered back to that 
um, again because I think it's top of mind. Just don't take it personally. Mm. Hey, friends, you you don't take it personally when your friends kind of move on with their lives and do things that um, you can't necessarily do with them because you do have an extra person in your life. Don't take that personally. At the same time, you might not have the time. You've got the same amount of love and possibly more to give. Um, but they mustn't then take it personally when you can't and when you can't respond to to messages, for instance, or when you can't be physically there every single time. That's what we got. Don't hey, don't take it personally. Let's be cool. It's not a big deal. Exactly. Um, that's what we got from that first part. And then secondly, mom friends are great, right? And very necessary, and they just happen organically. Yes, quite right. Um, it's not forced. It's a natural progression. It's just people who get you. They mm. get your struggles. It's someone that's probably up at 2 o'clock in the morning also trying to breastfeed their baby. Yeah, at the same time. as And you can probably text them and be like, good Lord, this kid does not mm. want to latch. <laughs> and can I just say, I don't want to... Uh, there is... What I've seen a trend in, in all of our episodes is there's always a question. And my question this week f- is for mothers who've gotten this far, let's say six months to a year into having a kid or more, and they don't have a network to fall back on, reveal yourselves. Yes, quite right. <laughs> reveal yourself, because Charlene and I um, are not of that. We, we're people persons, I think. We, yeah. we definitely, I think we are... I'm not like an overly extroverted person, but I'm not an introvert for sure. Right, right. So when there's a conversation, it will develop with you and you will get to know the person. Hundreds, the yeah. Episode. So if there's another person talking in the room, I will jump in and make a friend. I'm, I'm very happy to do that. But I'm fully aware that there are women out there who might not. So if there are any listeners out there um, who want to kind of expand on that, let us know. Um, exactly. There's always that. There's always a question in every episode, and so I think I'm going to make it a standing thing. What's the question that came out of this episode? I don't want to exclude moms who might not have the mommy network. Um, have you chosen not to have a mommy network? Is it just not for you? Are you an introvert, and are you happy with being an introvert? Do you find mommy friend groups clicky and it's not for you? Because that's a real thing. Because here's the thing. I'm sure everybody's seen that video that went viral about the the judgment judging mommies. We we covered that in one of our episodes, if I'm not mistaken. But let's post a link to that. That's um, from Scary Mommy's video channel. I think it's called Judgy Mommies or Judge. I will post the link to it in the show notes and I'll put it up on our Facebook page. Because are you like steering clear of mommy friends just for fear of that kind of judgment? Because, because that is very like, real. That is well. real. Yeah. It's all fair and well. Oh, we've got this nice group of friends. We're lucky because the mommy friends that we have made friends with are we're very open and we we go easy on each other yeah um but sometimes unintentionally someone can say someone something that's there in that is their opinion which they're entirely entitled to and it comes across as judgmental and, and that completely rubs you up the wrong way and let's lest we forget that we are hormonal exactly we are also when it comes Overtired. to our kids we these mama bears who just don't even mention this about my child we're well, I will climb into the time. Yeah. We feel misunderstood. So any kind of comment is not going to roll off my back. Quite right. Um, and again, that's about me not taking things personally. Okay, so that's it. I'm going to round this up. We have decided not to take things personally. And we right. are 
imploring our remaining friends not <laughs> to take things personally. We're also uh, giving high fives to our mommy friends and thank you for being there. And we are putting the question out there to moms who might not have that network. Why? Have, is it a choice? Is it have just, you just not found? Have you not found it? And if, if that's the case, we'll hook you up. Exactly. You give us a shout. Yeah. We're connected. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think also one last thought that I just want to add to this. Let's not take it personally. Don't be surprised while you're in this mommy struggle and you're going through your ups and downs and you're like, I'm sorry. I just don't have the time to give to you now. When you get to the other side and your life has returned to normal and you have more spare time and you look back and there's very few friends still there with you. Don't be surprised. Um, and also, don't, don't take it too personally. And don't be the person that's like, well, they're not my friends anymore. Just if you feel you need to reach out to a friend that you lost along the way, it's never too late. Reach out to that friend. It happened to me, friend and I lost contact years ago and last year she came to look me up. Wonderful. And I, wise words, I, I can't yeah. even remember why we parted ways. We didn't see eye to eye at the time and um, she chose to break contact with me. I obviously offended her and the very first conversation we had, she grabbed me around my neck. She hugged me with tears in her eyes and she said, I missed you so much and we are just friends as though we never missed a beat so don't be too proud exactly so charlene a couple of weeks ago i interviewed a mom let's hear about it no ways yeah so <laughs> her name is megan bird and not only is she a very cool mom very rad but she is an amazing graphic design artist and illustrator and this year she started illustrating children's books um including a locally illustrated version of alice in wonderland oh my gosh mm. another called what on earth am i that kind of helps it a child kind of delve into identity that is so cool so like that cool. whole emotional intelligence part of yes becoming who they are yes um it's written by laura solomon and her most recent um illustrated book is a chapter book uh, called the brave turtle written by uh, brad harris which is being released in the next couple of weeks so i'm going to upload this interview um, as a mini episode along with today's episode, episode six. But um, he has a sneak peek of our interview. I, I, I do have a question that's kind of off, off topic. Yeah. But that's uh, what do Olive and Theo say about um, your books? Do they, do they love it? Do they, are they a bit too young still for, I mean, they're a bit too young still for Alice. But what do they say about mom's, mom's illustrations? How do they react to it? So, um, in all of the in all of the books that I do, I add little Easter eggs. Oh, nice. And the Easter eggs are, of course, about my kids. Yeah. So it's things that they only that only they will think are special. So I often point out the Easter eggs, and they they love those. Is they it? Okay. So those. for instance, can you share with us? Um, Was it a secret? Yeah. I mean, there are in Alice in Wonderland. There are portraits of them. 
Really? They are two of the characters that walk along with the queen. Oh. And in What on Earth Am I, there are, there's, a, there's a shot with a family sort of, um, there's this family sort of shot. It's a photo in the, in the book and the two of them are, are standing there in the background. Oh, that's really special. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's like even more so than a dedication in the front of the book. Like that is So, I mean, amazing. it's sort of, it's of course, it's always respectful of the original published work. And yeah. it's, um, but I really like, I really enjoy it. As an illustrator, you can really add those kinds of details and, um, and not only make it special to you and to your kids, but to everyone. Yeah. So it was, we always add in little, little Easter eggs. So how cool. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I want to, I want to read these books right. to my kids. Um, I mean, I'm going to definitely be placing my own orders. Um, but the publisher, um, for our listeners, the publisher has, um, is Imaginary House and uh, has agreed to give away one copy of each of Megan's books. Oh my gosh, so, I'm so Sorry, Charlene, <laughs> you are not allowed to enter. Damn it. Um, but I, I really want um, one of our listeners to, to win this and just be able to share that kind of uh, love that, that Megan puts into her illustrations and I'm dead sure the, the writers put into their books just with their kids and um, uh, we're a huge fan of books in our house so yeah w- one of you will be winning one copy of Alice in Wonderland illustrated by Megan Bird What on Earth Am I by Laura Solomon and The Brave Turtle by Brad Harris um, all you need to do is follow these three easy steps Number one, sign up to receive our newsletter, which you can find on our website, thegreatequalizerza.com. Head on over to The Great Equalizer's social media pages and either whatever tickles your fancy, follow us on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast or give us a like on Facebook. And then um, once you've done so, tag a mom bestie who could also enter the competition. Yeah, share the love. Totally. Mm. We want uh, to share our excitement and experience with as many moms as possible so uh each comment is going to count as an entry so you can enter more than once and i don't know what i'm doing to myself but i will be keeping tally and i will do a video just so you guys know it's not um rigged or anything i will be choosing a random winner and announcing it uh to you guys i think by let's say the 10th of november lacquer 10th of november it is (laughs) (laughs) cool guys it will be every all the information all the details and the three steps you need to follow to enter this competition will be up on the website will be up um on our social pages so uh, just keep an eye out and keep listening so that's it for this uh, for this week that's it for this week until next time Keep your mom game strong. Cheers, guys.